podcast. Back, baby. Back. Wow. So, I officially, um, so it took us a while to kind of get this podcast, you know, get this episode out because it took me about two weeks to take my foot out my mouth after I promised you guys that Golden State was going to win. I know, yo. I Way wrong, though. I, I think everyone started off the season thinking that, halfway through the season, playoff times, Western Conference Finals, even with the end of the game right there, Danny Green throwing the ball away, everyone was still like, yo, Golden State State's going to win. And you know what? They're, that's a bad man. That boy Kawhi. Kawhi, man. Yo, so shout out to the Toronto Raptors for winning the NBA championship. Uh, nobody still cares about y'all. Um, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about Toronto except for Carabana. Yeah, it's and, lit. And Drake. And Drake. Yeah. Um, but shout out to y'all, um, even though I hate y'all because y'all beat the Sixers on the lucky ass bounce. That's facts. But um, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Kawhi. This motherfucker is the most like robotist person ever. Yo, did you see when after they won, this nigga was raising his hands in the air like he was celebrating, but then it re- his he body like, oh shit, I'm actually <laughs> celebrating. Like this nigga yo, is really uh, yo, a robot. Yo, I can't wait because for real, for real, Kawhi, like I, he's he's not human, and I can't wait for the like. The 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 sixty minutes Dan rather report the break when they, we find out like he's into like fl- like he's a furry or something like yeah. or like he like licks elbows or like he does something strange because there's no way a human man wins the NBA championship and just mildly celebrates. Yo, he's not human. Yo, yo, it was, it was, yo, but the thing is like, like I, how can you not like the guy? You can't, and he's literally he's literally proved everyone wrong from San Antonio yes. to San Antonio's doctors to their upper management to yeah. Toronto to everyone to Skip Bayless to everyone out there from him saying that his injury wasn't real to don't listen to you know your private doctors and your friends and your associates to him going to Toronto which nobody seen. I don't think this will ever. I mean, personally, me probably in my lifetime, I don't think we'll ever see something like that ever happen again. And the crazy thing is, right? Even in the finals, even in the playoffs, his quad was hurting. He was limping a lot. He was showing a lot of limp and fatigue in his quad. Yeah. And the crazy thing, he said that the only reason he's here right now is because the Raptors listened to him and let him take off. What was it? Twenty four games. Yeah. Or how how many games? He was twenty plus. Games? Yeah, in the beginning. Excuse me. So I'm like, all that tells me is, if I'm the Sixers, I don't let Joel Embiid play more than 60 games, yo. Like, spread spread your little rest throughout the joint, but I don't let him play more than like 60, 65 games play. because when it comes down to it, you know what I mean? He hurt and uh, oh wow, <laughs> breaking news on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, Al Horford uh, opted opted out of the contract with the Celtics, but apparently he was going to get a new deal, but they can't get a new deal, so he is now about to be a free agent. First of all, good. (laughs) Because for some reason, Horford was the Embiid stopper. That shit was so annoying. Um, But no, back to Kawhi. But, um, yo, shout out to Kawhi, man. Finals MVP. 
to me, he's such a robot. I feel like if he if he was programmed to go to California and go to the Clippers, his programming has not changed. And it don't matter if they want to chip or not. Uh, he probably gonna bounce. No, I mean, I think I think literally it's been talked about all season long, even in the playoffs, like during the finals, which is the craziest thing in the world because usually things like that, like we've seen. But then again, that shows the different type of player because. Obviously, I can't con- compare these scenarios by him just for the sake of argument. But when LeBron was in the market for new players and all the young players at the point in time, they were like, well, fuck the Lakers. Like, I don't care. Like, Kuz, like Lonzo, they all checked out. And, I mean, it's been rumblings all season long that Kawhi is just here for a year. Like, he out. It's always been said that he was going to L.A. Like, no question about it, even going to the playoffs. But somehow the team still, like, bonded together and got the job done. Which is crazy to think about because at the end of the day, when you look at it, you know, this just this was literally the perfect scenario. Everything lining up because, like I said, there is no way I don't care. Kawhi is one of the top five players in the league, but I don't care who you are. We've seen when LeBron went to Miami. um, Players just don't go to a team and instantly just win the championship. Right. Like, that's not a thing. Like, I don't care who you are, where you went. Like. Nobody has been able to just go somewhere for a year and win a chip right off the bat. Like, that's not something that's normal. So the fact that he did this and he's still out, like, I'm, I did what I was supposed to do for y'all. Now I'm really checking. Like you said, he's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot. He's man. a robot. But he let his robot guard down during the celebration. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I guess it was before the celebration, before they got to the parade, but there was this video of him and Serge Ibaka in the car. And then uh, Serge Ibaka put the camera on him, but it only showed, like, his face and a little bit of his arm. And niggas said he had the posture of if he was rolling up. Niggas is like, I know a nigga's posture when they rolling up, <laughs> you know, when I see one. And I looked at the video, I'm like, yeah, this nigga definitely was rolling up in his lap. Quiet. He was concentrating on putting the butt in the blunt. Yeah, he was. He was rolling up, yo. Like, it, he, he, was, he was in the car. He was like, yo, like. Every, every person has hit this move before where it was like, I ain't trying to be around these niggas who's going to be trying to, like, chief off my shit. I'm about to, we about to hotbox this joint. Real we about quick. to go. I got my Ray-Bans in the car. They not going to be able to know and get fried. And, I I mean, he deserves it. I mean, you know, it's crazy because... It's legal, too, out there. It's legal. And, you know, the crazier stat that is just keep on, like, it keeps on getting crazy. So... Surge got a chip. KD got a chip. So who out of that Oklahoma team is the next? Or does anyone else get a chip after no. this? None of them niggas get a chip. So right, Russ, a chip. no. Russ damn sure don't get a chip. Russell Westbrook is never going to win a championship. And James Harden probably won't either because this nigga think he's uh, God on the basketball court. So yeah. he don't pass. I mean, James Harden is really, really good. No, and I is. feel like if he won a championship, he'd probably go down as a top five shooting guard. But he's never going one one. Nah. And um, him and Chris Paul are apparently not getting along. Yeah, Chris you know Paul, Chris, like that whole Chris Paul thing, it needs to go. Unfortunately, like you said, they had they had their chance to strike while the iron's hot. Now they're done. I mean, and while we're talking about the West, I would be remiss not to bring up. Obviously, Anthony Davis is a, a Laker now. And the crazy thing is, niggas already didn't care about the Raptors winning the championship. Now niggas really don't care. Laker, yeah. Lakers getting AD changed the story so quickly. 
So, but I, so let's talk about it. So one, we could talk about what they gave up. See if it was too much. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Davis finally got his wish. He's out of New Orleans, and he is a Laker or on the way to be a Laker. The Lakers gave up Brandon Ingram, uh-huh. Josh Hart, Ball, Lonzo Ball. This year's fourth overall draft pick. Boom. Uh, two future first round draft picks. Boom. And a uh, chance to another first round draft pick that they have a chance to swap. Uh, yep. Swap for uh, in the draft. So, swapping is if the Lakers have a better pick than the Pelicans on that year, the Pelicans have the right to swap their pick with the Lakers pick. Mm-hmm. Not to mention with this whole uh, extension to the 30th, whether they'll give them anything additionally, cash right. considerations, all that other good stuff. But, so one. Do you think that was a lot to give up for Anthony Davis? Hell yeah. <coughs> doom, doom, doom. So why? Why do you think that? Why is it? Okay, so uh, I'll be the one to say it if no one else wants to. My first problem, Anthony Davis. Where has your team been? Where are you that you've led a team through the playoffs with? Mind you, I'm going to throw it out there because you can't say you didn't have no, no help. You had two All-Stars. You had Drew Holiday. Yeah. And you had DeMarcus. Remember, everybody was hype about that trick. Like, yo, DeMarcus, AD, this is about to be the craziest. Y'all did nothing. So, you had two All-Stars. Y'all did nothing with that team. Not to mention that the last, I believe, like the last, uh, I'm trying to think of what's their winning percentage. I was actually looking at this, like the Pelicans with AD. In the playoffs, it's not no better than like a Chris Paul or Carmelo's. Like it's nothing where as a superstar that he's supposed to be that he's really done so much. Right. So with that being said, you're trading for an AD to go along with LeBron. So this has to work in the next two, three years. Definitely two years. Like two years, it has to work um, with an unproven superstar. And then another superstar who has proven that he can't play with superstars. So how do we see this playing out? Who's who's the diva in the locker room? Who? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, so do I think they gave up a lot? I think in the grand scheme of things, no. And the reason I say that is because, like, you, they got what they wanted. Yeah. So, like, in the grand scheme of things... The Lakers feel like, fuck it. We don't give a fuck about them draft picks because at the end of the day, if we win a championship, it'll be cool. LeBron don't give a fuck about them draft picks because he ain't going to be a Laker in 2023 or 2024. So it don't matter to him. And they're probably thinking the same thing. Like, yo, we can win two championships or win a championship, then why not? It might be worth worth all the shit that you gave up. And then Mm -hmm. you look at Ingram. Some say Ingram hasn't panned out to be what he was supposed to be as the number two overall pick. Some say the same about Lonzo. And then Josh Hart. Yes, Josh Hart is a solid NBA player. I like Josh Hart a lot. Um, But you would say, okay, you're losing him too. So it's like, all right, what are you really giving up? So I'm like, I don't know. It's like, it it depends. But I do look forward to seeing AD on the Lakers. It's flashy. Yeah, it's 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 flashy. They got to round out the roster. But I think more exciting is going to be the Pelicans. I feel like 
there's always this thing where, like, they be talking about, like, who's the, like, NBA league pass team of the year. Like, last year, or it was the Sixers, because, like, they're mm-hmm. fun to watch. Or, like, the Kings are, like, a fun team mm-hmm. to watch. They run down, up and, up and down the court. They shoot threes and all that. I feel like it could be the Pelicans because you got Lonzo and and you're going to get um, Zion. Mm-hmm. And Lonzo gonna be throwing oops to Zion. It's gonna be fast break crazy. They're gonna be running all the time. Ingram gonna be running. They still got Drew Holiday. They might be yeah. an exciting team to watch. Now I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs, but they can win 37 games and not be this corny ass team that people think they're gonna be. Oh, definitely. I mean, where their where their picks and <coughs> their young talent is, and it's funny because you can see where two kind of. Um, so, I think of two two teams in the last obviously put away the Sixers because Sixers have been literally a process. But two teams that I've seen who had young talent and how they progress. So Boston had young talent, and I feel like uh, Milwaukee had young talent. Right. Boston tried to shortchange it and try to go with the quick kind of you know Kyrie Gordon, and you know unfortunately that kind of stunted the growth of their younger players. Right. But if you look at like Milwaukee, Milwaukee, I see how they've progressed to the playoffs, and you know, of uh, you know, eventually, you know, they're trying to make it into the you know Eastern champions, Eastern you know finals and everything like that. How quickly they've got theirs because they had this young talent, they got to play together for a right. long point in time, and I see that's how potentially how the Pelicans will look because now literally their team is going to be all young players, but you still have some veterans like it's crazy to say now that Drew Holiday is a veteran and a good kind of point guard to have behind you to be able to coach these other players like Lonzo, Zion, everything else like that. So you have kind of these younger, older players to coach them up and you have this young talent, not to mention all the draft picks and potentially they could be using that fourth pick, I guess after this, um, Podcast will drop. We'll find out what will happen. But, um, you know, using that fourth pick for leverage to go somewhere else with it as well. So, I think Pelicans are in a really good spot. And Alvin Gentry is a good-ass coach. Yeah, he's a real good coach. I don't get credit because he was – was, he was at, where was he ass at? He was ass somewhere, and then he went to uh, – he was good with Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. He was ass somewhere. Uh, um, I feel – where did he go? He was in Phoenix – yeah, he was somewhere. He was ass, and then and they, yeah. let, they let him go. And then he went on under. I feel um, like he had a personality for who he was on working with. Not not Harden. Not uh, who did he have? Damn, he, he was somewhere, but he um. Who did he have under? Because I feel like he was drove. It wasn't Utah. I don't know why I'm thinking of all these random teams. But yeah, he uh he was good. Then he he left um. It was Phoenix. Oh, it was Clippers for a year. It was ass. Yeah. Then he went to Golden State as an associate head coach, and then okay. got the Pelicans gig. Gotcha. And was good again. So um, now he, he he was pretty good. But um, so speaking of NBA and it's still the offseason free agency, and some NBA players might be taking vacations, but mm-hmm. you know where they shouldn't go is. <laughs> The Dominican Republic. No puta cana for you. Yeah, no, no, yo, what is up with the Dominican Republic, yo? Listen. Yo, I don't know, bro. Yo, 
the the level of protection you need to be taken to demand couplet with you is like when you go over a chick house for the first time. You need a gun. You need a condom. You need to tell somebody your location. Right. So and your you location. need and you need to know where the quickest exit is because I feel like they are the main things that will get you out of the dr. But right now, hide your kids, hide your wife. They are. Hide Killing everybody, hide your insides, everything going wrong yo, over there. So if y'all was under a rock, y'all don't, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but they may still be alive if they yeah, under a rock. Right. They True. might be safe. So the craziest thing in the DR has been all these uh, random, mysterious deaths from tourists from the United States. Um, and they and, shot Big Poppy. Yeah, like, damn. Right. And um, people getting real sick. Um, so there's been like, you know, a bunch of deaths. Uh, recent people have been basically saying they've been dying from like, it turns out to be heart attack, but basically had like, you know, they've drank liquor there or whatever the case may be. And the next thing you know, these motherfuckers disappear and then they find them in their room. They be dead from cardiac arrest and they got fluid in their lungs and they had a heart attack and all this other shit. It's like, yo, what the hell is going on? So like, it's speculation of what the hell is going on. Like, I read the one story. The one lady said that uh, the same resort that one of the guys died. She went in the mini bar and uh, got what she thought was like a Seven Up, and she just thought it was flat because it ain't and it it didn't butt fizz. So when mm-hmm. she drunk it, she spit it out immediately because it burned her mouth. So she think that it was bleach, and um, she thinks that it was bleach, and but she wound up being okay. But. Um, you know, people have been dying. People saying like a lot of couples or people like going to the mini bar or drink out their mini bar, and um, they've been dying from just mysterious ways of death. And you know, me and Pace was talking earlier about how um, 54 people went to um, a like a uh, I guess a rock, a country rock was it concert. Buffett? Yeah, it was Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Jimmy Buffett concert and. They all stayed at this one uh, resort, and 54 people got sick. 54 people got sick. And then we was also talking about um, recently uh, the Oklahoma uh, high school seniors went to the Hard Rock of Punta Cana, and they all went to this one Japanese restaurant at night, and everybody woke up sick and had to go to the emergency room and had to get uh, antibiotics and IVs. It's like, yo... What the fuck is going on? Like, they don't know if it's the, you know, is it the water? Is it the ice? Is it pesticides they're spraying, like, for mosquitoes and bugs and shit? Is it, you know, the food preparedness? If it is the ice and the water, like, what the fuck is in it? What is in the water and ice that's making it? Like, this shit is crazy. It's like, it's, it should be like a travel ban. If you want to talk about a fucking ban to go anywhere... It should be the band, the Dominican Republic. That's what it should yeah. be. So I, all right. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with my, I'm gonna have to put my conspiracy theory hat here. I know what and you're about to go because this is all black people about to say. What you about to say? No, I'm not even going to go as far as what you think I'm going to say, but I'm going to go big screen only because I see like, I watch House of Cards. I watch. Billions. I watch all these different things where they're 10 steps ahead and then you finally catch up. Somehow, I feel like this has to do with Punta Cana is for like the last couple of years have been the number one like tourist uh, destination. Right. So all these people of color 
are getting all this lovely tourist money and everything else. And I feel like on a grand scheme of things that this wasn't, yo, like other countries. I'm not going to say it's just like the United States. It could be anyone, everyone else. But they wasn't feeling this and they had to slow down. And what's the best way to like I watch all these shows. What's the best ways to slow down your tourism? The widespread fear and people not booking trips there and eventually fizzling it out. So when you start to see commercials on TV for come vacation in Atlantic City here in the United States, then y'all going to be like, damn, Peso might have been on to something, yo. Nigga, it's the fucking, these niggas trying to take organs and put them on the black market, nigga. Yo, that was my next thing. As I was about to say, they killing off these people so that they can sell their organs. It's crazy, yo. Like, <clears throat> like it's crazy, yo. And it's just like, you got to go and you got to be as vigilant as possible. But it's like, how do you know, like, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Mind you, my man, my man who worked at my job, he said, so he booked a trip. He had a crazy steal. Mind you, he booked his DR trip like a year ago. But pretty much he's going to DR for like $1,100. That includes his flight mm-hmm. and his hotel. And he gets like a um, a resort uh, credit that's worth up like to like a eight hundred dollars or something. Damn. So like he's looking at it like, damn, I really spent nothing to get over here. Right. So when I was talking to him today about it, he was like, I was like, yo, so you still going? He was like, nigga, fuck you, yeah, I'm still going. He was like, listen, I didn't grew up in North Philly and I didn't survive some bullets and I done seen dirty ass Broad Street. He said, if it's my time to die and it's under a palm tree. He says, I'm totally okay with that. I said, but yo, it's so many people dying right now. He said, nigga, you must not know what I just said. There are niggas dying in North Philly right now. He said, I said, all right, well. Then I proceeded to ask him. I was like, yo, can I have your stapler? But he wasn't really feeling that. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you don't come back and I have your stapler. And he got a cool one, uh, the desk riser, John. So I'm like, damn, I want my computers to sit up. So if he checked, I'm plotting on John. So listen. After y'all hear this, yo, comment on our page. Let us know what y'all think is going on in the Dominican Republic. What's y'all conspiracy theories? Because I don't fucking know. And it's looking real dark. And it's funny because for like the last like year, I've been trying to do the all-inclusive in the DR. Nope. No, nope. sir. Nope. Not me. Nope. Won't even do it. No. Nope. Won't. What, what, uh, what, what do you say? Won't do it. Won't can't, do it. Can't, can't do, do it. it. <laughs> won't do it. Will not catch me. Yes. Going to nobody's Dominican Republic. Damn. And no offense to any Dominicans that I know. Oh, they about to kill you. Uh, you know, I, I just can't bang with the, I, I can't, I can't bang with all the craziness over there going on right now. Then y'all niggas try to kill David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Yeah, see, Damn. that's that's why I'm like conspiracy theory, yo. Like, that's like Toronto putting the assassination out on Drake. Okay. I, if, if that happens, that means there's a grander scheme to things happening, but. You know, hopefully Poppy is cool. Because then it'll be like, damn, niggas really can't go over there like a major right. baseball star died right. too. Yeah, no one's safe. Yeah. Like, he's a national treasure to them. Yeah. And if he getting shot, yeah, nobody can go there. Well, you be knowing, like, some of these baseball niggas be coming over here and they be escaping, like, cartels and shit. Yeah. Like, and... My man thought he was bigger in life. Came back. You know, you know how they... Like, I, I got the one bull. Um, he was from... I don't know. One bull, he was like, yo... He got out of the country. He was like, yo, if I ain't got out of the country, they're going to kill me and my mom. You know it what I'm is. saying? But So, it but is. that's crazy. If you Like I said, if y'all, when y'all hear this, let us know um, what y'all think conspiracy theory is on, or what y'all think is going on in the Dominican Republic. 
Um, but switching gears, um, something interesting happened, um, which I think is, you know, everybody's using the phrase now. I hate to see it. Um, <laughs> but uh, sarcastically, uh. but um, so apparently uh, there was a kid uh, who went to Parkland High School um uh he went to Parkland High School and he uh what was it? He was uh I guess a Parkland he was an advocate for like gun control now and stuff because of the Parkland shooting. But well not so much. See that was the thing though, is that so uh, you know, the shooting happened in Parkland, but he wasn't necessarily um <coughs> advocate for gun control. Because he still respected the Second Amendment. So he was just like, yeah, like, we can have guns, but, like, let's just be, like, smart about how we, like, kind of police them, pretty much. But he wasn't, like, he was still full-fledged because that's why Trump invited him to the uh, mm. to the White House. He wasn't like, let's get rid of guns. It was like, yo, I survived this crazy shooting. We need to have, like, educational programs and things like that. But don't take our guns away, though. Like, I ain't say all that. Like, keep them. Right. So my man, he wrote this real intense um, uh, essay that got him into Harvard. Cool, they was rocking him, so he got accepted. So now my man started going on. Oh, like, his name oh. is Kyle Cash Kasav. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't gonna make it far. Yeah. Um, so then he started going on. Sound Russian anyway. Yeah, yeah, he started going on as like the face of pretty much like Republicans, you know, uh, use of saying like how okay. This kid came from a horrible tragedy, and he still is like, yeah, let's not get rid of guns. We just need, you know, better, uh, you know, uh, safety uh, mandates and put in place. So, you know, he's going on these world tours. He went to, like, uh, you know, the Trump administration, went to the White House. Um, He started speaking at notable events, all that good stuff. So, guess what happened? It was Kyle, right? Yes. Kyle, you know you fucked up, right? No, you done fucked up. You always fuck up. As soon as, listen, I tell people this all the time. As soon as I get a glimmer of almost being famous, listen, KNG reposted my tweet today and I was ready to delete all my social uh, pages. <laughs> Nigga, if I get one piece of potential light, I'm shutting all my shit down because we all know what happens. You start to get the glow up and guess what's happening? Niggas is going to hate. And all your problematic shit you've ever done. And Kyle. Kyle, some problematic shit came up. So basically, guess what happened? So basically, Kyle, um, people started contacting Harvard um, about so some stuff that Kyle sent out when he was 16 years old. He uh, was saying racist um, comments online. Um, First and- of all, this is some privileged white people shit right here because. This nigga wasn't even inside the group chat. He wasn't hitting them up, you know, inside the iMessage thread. These niggas was inside of a Google Doc, fucking a study guide. And right. you know how you can edit that shit? Yes. Niggas was niggas was editing that shit and then just saying all type of niggers. And yeah. Stuff against yo, the crucifix. But wait, before, if y'all look up the article, the first thing <coughs> that you see, they highlight what this nigga said. I don't know what the context of the first sentence was because it's cut off, but that shit starts off, titty milk. I can say nigger. Nigger, 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 nigger. Damn, I said that well because I practice it a lot. Like, what's what? Up? Like, what's up with bull? 
And then my man, he went on to once he got exposed by a uh, because once again this was like a study document that everyone like yeah. passed around. So basically, that joint got out, and people contacted Harvard about it. Um, and of course, he he basically started sending out like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that's not who I am now. That was, you know, something I did when I was 16 years old." And um, you know, so that like people can learn to grow, and that's not me. That doesn't really uh, show who I am right now. Blah 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 blah. So Harvard wasn't trying to hear that shit. Ms. So, Kyle. So Harvard went and sent that man a letter and told him that his off his uh, acceptance was rescinded, <laughs> and he will not be a student of fall twenty. 2020 or 2019, whatever the hell he was going to go to school. Um, he would not be a student there, and uh, he is chalked. You know what they hit him with? They didn't even say all that. They sent him a letter, and all it said was, it's above me now. Right. <laughs> Signed right. Harvard. Right. It's above, right. <laughs> that's, all, that's all they hit him with. So then It's above me now. Kyle, of course, was not feeling this, in which he started to tweet at Harvard saying that they have... Uh, they have allowed uh, slave owners and bigots and other people in their uh, checkered past. So for them not to allow me to continue and understand that I made a mistake and we can't grow for them is obviously, um, you know, a, a slap in the face. So first of all, he's basically saying, y'all motherfuckers have races in there before, so why can't y'all let me Let in? me slide. Right, so that's number one. Number two, um... What was what's funniest to me is, is that he was like, he put something like, how can Harvard uh, rescind my acceptance on something that I did when I was seven, 16, 16 years old, um, like people can't change. And then somebody retweeted him and put, that's actually what colleges do. They look at you, your uh, your schoolwork when you're 16 to 17 to determine your acceptance. So, dickhead. At the same time, it's like, damn, yo, my man was right. Like, like yo. They, they did what they're supposed to do. And my man hit up Harvard. He responded to him. They was like, this. Then he tried to hit up um, that diversity, the diversity inclusion board. They hit him up and was like, good luck. But we, there's nothing we could do for you. Yes. Like, you're chalk. Yo, the funniest thing that I always find, the racist person, you know they really racist when they go, damn, well, I did some racist shit, but there's some more racist shit that happened before me and or after me. It's funny how quick someone who is racist turns into a snitch. Yo, so, more, more of this story, people out there, is that... If you are friends with a racist, guess what? They probably going to snitch on you eventually. Yes. So let, let it be known because as soon as the ball gets dropped and y'all see what happens, it always happens every time. Those very sketchy, you know, tweets or things that you said before, it's going to get dropped. You might as well get ahead of it. You might as well at this point. That's why I told, you know. I have a very good personality. I'm very good with people. I, my vernacular is pretty okay. Um, but I know for a fact I can never run for a, a government office a day in my life. I have said and and or posted some questionable shit. So, you know, just know thyself. And, right. and motherfuckers are quick on social media to find your old shit. Oh, man. Listen. So, yeah, you're right. You better delete all your shit. 
And and Kyle, like you you were doing this inside of a shared Google Doc. Like what? And what, what made kinda, you think these people was gonna never show this shit? Like what kind of privilege type shit is that? Yo, I'm about to start talking shit inside a study guide. Yeah, let's do that, Brandon. No, you know what? Fuck that, Tim. We're gonna write about titty milk and niggers. Woo! Right. Where, no. Where the shit? No, yo. Like where the shit? Enjoy going to CCP next semester, yo. Right. Have right. fun. And I hope you go to a community college and somebody beat you up. But going along with niggas and hate. Niggas and hate Cause this is just a shade corner right now I ain't want to say the room Cause we do not have time to begin sued So this is the shade corner right now So we just talked about Kyle You know who uh, another name that starts with K Who can join Kyle in the shade corner Is <laughs> DJ Khaled God damn We the best You were supposed to be promoting positivity You were watering your fern and your nice ass plants And you were telling us about lions And you was telling us how your son is the executive producer on the project Wow, talk about financial implications Damn, golly You was giving us such positivity And then And then Your album wasn't doing as well And what did you do? So if y'all don't know, uh, DJ Khaled's album was it Father of Assad? Father of Assad dropped at the same time as Tyler Creator's uh, album. What was it called? Uh, Igor, Igor. 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 And it dropped the same time. And guess who went number one? Hmm. Tyler. Not you. And um, since Tyler went number one, and DJ Khaled didn't, which, by the way, if I must say, DJ Khaled hasn't had a good album since Pitbull was rapping. (laughs) So how long ago was that? And that was with... That's the old Like, the last song was Holla At Me, Baby. That yo, Holla At Me. Oh, that was my shit. That album was fire. Yo, go download it, y'all. That shit was all that. the rest of the shit's been mediocre. DJ Khaled, sir. Like the rest of shit's been mediocre. So it went, it went number, it went number two to Igor. And first thing this nigga said, he was like, "Yeah, my shit is for the streets. My shit play the radio. This other shit is weird shit." He said, "I mean, I guess for an album that doesn't have any lyrics on it, blah blah blah, just throwing shade." Like, he didn't directly come out, but he was just like, well, my album should have been number one, and then this nigga want to sue fucking billboards and everybody else. But he's a fucking, like, yo, he's just an old hater. Yo, this is... In this moment, he's an old hater. I'm not saying Khaled is a hater all the time, but in this moment, he's an old hater. He's pulling the Nikki when Travis went number one for the second week, and she went number two. She's like, oh, no, Travis, no, he ain't go number... Like, you lost, bro. You lost. At no point in time, that's why I will never understand when people make comments like this. It's not like literally the world billboard fucking the American Music Awards is just randomly just going to go, you know what, Khaled? You're right. Let's go ahead and swap this. My bad. But you also know what it is. I think motherfuckers underestimate the fact that people like Tyler have a cult-like following. First of all. And they're going to support their artists. You cannot fuck with Tyler. Listen, Tyler is probably one of... Right now that I can think of probably like one of three black rappers that you will genuinely get asked about at work. Like you'll be walking to the water fountain 
and let's just say Tyler's album just dropped, the white guy next to you is going to walk up, hey, bro, bro, did you hear that new Tyler? And I understand most black people out there, you guys probably don't listen to Tyler Creator. I get that. But he is the bridge. He is the Shit, I don't the urban outfitters. He is the the person that people feel like in a comfortable space. So, but, but Pete, though, we listened to that shit coming back from DC, and it wasn't bad. That shit is flames. I'm not gonna lie to you. It wasn't I, bad. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't listened to a Tyler album in years. In, in years, maybe like 2010. And I just happened. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna listen to this song. And that song is all that. Like. Khaled, there's a reason, and the reason why that album is Flames is because he said that Pharrell is one of his favorite artists, like, he wanted to, like, really, like, that's why he, like, produced, he did everything on the album, like, he did everything, because that's how Pharrell kind of, he wanted to emulate what Pharrell does, so he was like, yo, I wanted to incorporate, you know, instead of me just screaming, rapping, I wanted to have instruments on there, I wanted to have moments of just, you know, um, harmonizing, blah, 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 and, like, once you actually hear him talk about how he, like, came up with this whole album, it was dope, like, Khaled, you thought your album was gonna go number one, you tried to fucking put on two songs on there from fucking 2007. You not slick. He put top off on that jaw. He put top off on that jaw and no brainer. I heard yo, them songs. I, they might have no been bra- on, no brainer been off for two years. Yo, that shit might have been on my iPod, like iPod, not iPhone. It might have been on my iPod. Like I might have had to download it from MP3.com <laughs> oh and put it on my iPod. That's how old that song was. And you oh thought you were going to go number one, sir? Have a seat. Have a have an extra large. Comfy seat because <laughs> damn because my sir, big because this nigga work out every day and I still don't understand but God bless him he's eventually chipping away at it but but, but see the thing is like all right so he got I'm looking at the John so you're right no burn that top off all the shit so just us it's okay jealous is cool you still got say first of all you can't even say the titles because niggas don't know the titles you gotta say whose songs all right which so ones the John with scissors cool okay. the John with Chris Brown Lil Wayne cool. Um, the Joe and Meek Mill, J Balvin, and um, Jeremiah is dope. The Joe Hire with Nipsey is dope. Um, Nigga, you better say wish, wish real fast before we lose listeners. Oh, yeah, the Cardi B is funny. Yeah, I forgot that Joe. People was about to turn up. Please stay. He, he yeah, said wish, yeah. wish. We're good. Sorry, that that Joe is dope. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, like this nigga, I don't know. And then you look, then you look at. If we just look at this nigga catalog, like, he be having some joints. But it'd be like, is it really Khaled? Because it's like the last drum, 2017, he had Wild Thoughts on there and with Rihanna. And it's like, yeah, that's a fire song. But it's like, I don't know. Yes, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, bro, like you can't. That's the one thing when we idolize people is that we put them on this high shelf and then they do fuck shit like this. And then you remember they're human, which is fine. He's a human. But you can't be the ambassador for positivity. And they come out and do some. Nah, I, I fuck. I, I, but I agree with that. But also, I can say real niggas fall off the wagon too. That, I, that's what I said. I said it was fine because we put them on these step on these stools, and we think that they can't be human. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, you can't be literally like when you think of positivity. Probably within, if I had to say five celebrities, you're probably going to say DJ Khaled. Like you're like, oh, he's just always happy. He talks about life and da da da. You can't do fuck shit like like fuck shit like this is something I would expect from like a a YN FM Young Almighty one of these newer niggas. Like one of these newer acronym niggas, I would expect this from not from NFL, DJ Khaled. NBA, yeah, NFL, NCAA. NBA, NBA Young Bull slash Little Baby Baby. 
Baby Bob, Baby, somebody got had baby in the name. All them, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe that. But not you, bro. Like, you got to do better. You Please. Do better. Please. <laughs> Please. You know what I mean? But, uh, I. Khaled, if you want to come on the podcast and you want to defend yourself, let us know. We will let you come on and you can defend yourself and say why you suing Billboard. But more importantly, we got to get to. <sighs> You know what? I, I want to take a step out of the shade corner right now because it was it, it was pretty shady. Like, I forgot what daylight looked like. I don't know where we are right now, but I do have a glimmer of hope for us out there. Um, you know, a national treasure was dropped on this previous Wednesday, um, and it was a joyous occasion. Um, I don't know if you guys were able to partake in the holiday. It wasn't on the official calendar this year, but we're working on making sure that it gets on the next calendar. Because it's definitely a much-needed celebrated holiday. Definitely a holiday. It's definitely a holiday, and we need to be rejoice about it. And last week, um, our brother, our deacon, our 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 praise worshiping, our our mm, man, whoo, the prophet known as Little Duval, the prophet known as Little Duval, dropped an instant classic. Instant classic. Title: Black Men Don't Cheat. Fire. Thus, cementing that day as National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Black Men Don't Cheat Day. It's a, it's, it's a real thing. Guys, we really need to, like, I, it might be more important than Father's Day. I feel like we need to make sure we get out there and we really show our support for that brother for making sure that we have something that is available for us. And, and the crazy thing is, Lil Duvall, oh, what's money? Because we've been saying black men don't cheat since mm. niggas try to blame Kevin Hart mm. and say that he was cheating. But remember yo. back then on that podcast, yo. if you go back to episode three, pull the, pull the podcast listen, up. You will hear us saying black men don't cheat. Pull and the podcast you, up. You hear we uh, was defending them. We was defending them. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Tristan Thompson. Black men don't cheat. We was trying to tell him. That Tr- wasn't him. Tr- Tristan was a little bit of a subcategory because he was from Canada, so you know <coughs> our rules didn't ex- we talk go about that American far. Men. But American, but. Lil Duval, he came back. He dropped us a heat. Um, Fire with Charlemagne on the Char- Charlemagne, Charlemagne, Charlemagne. I heard you with the with the lyrics. You was out here killing it. You know what I mean? And then you know uh, it tied right into uh, I believe that same day on the Breakfast Club. You had Snoop on. No, you didn't have Snoop. It was another old head, Samuel L. Jackson. Maybe I think yeah, it was Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, you had Samuel L. Jackson, another national treasure, in which he you know made sure to decree that that day was known as Black Men Don't Cheat. So if we can all. Take a uh, moment of silence right now just to think about all the men in your life, preferably black men, who have not cheated. Because we don't. Because we don't. We, we won't. We can't. We don't. Can't. Can't. Won't. Can't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. It's a beautiful thing. So we just want to make sure we acknowledge you. Lil Duval, you keep on putting out this positivity. You gave us smile. You gave us this now. That shit was fire, yo. I, I, at this point, if I'm you don't, you need a Grammy for something. Maybe you get like a... Yo, you definitely might get a Grammy. Maybe a Humanitarian of the Year Award because but you the crazy, are the doing great thing things. The thing about Lil Duval is... So first of all, Lil Duval always been funny. Mm-hmm. And he's been like on for years. And yeah. low-key, super rich. Yeah. But... It's crazy because he just found a way to stay relevant. Like, yeah. if he's not in a movie or a dumbass movie, yeah. this motherfucker got a record deal after Smile Bitch and then yeah. got a 10-song, like, a 
two album record deal, mm-hmm. and this motherfucker's dropping singles at a time, and these joints is catching radio. Yeah. Yeah, these these things are hits. So I think that if you guys, the same way we talk about supporting black business, we need to support this black man and furthering the agenda, a positive agenda, and making sure that we can see this song rise to the top of the billboard. So if you haven't done it already, go out there, go on any of your streaming sites, whether that's Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, because we're supporting black business, and make sure you go ahead and download, add to your library that beautiful song, Play it from the car. Play it from, you know, the top of the mountaintop. Make sure you play it on your way to church. Play it in church. Make a recommendation to the organ player. See if she can get freaky with it. Do the little instrumental. Whatever you need to do. But make sure that you keep on and making sure that everyone hears it ring. Hears it ring from the top of the mountaintop. Black men don't cheat. Hmm. Whew. So, I know we were in the positive corner just then. But I tricked y'all. We got to go back to the shade corner real quick. Oh, y'all thought we was done. Nah, we got to go back to the shade corner. And we couldn't, we couldn't be, we would be remiss without going to the shade corner and not mentioning the founder, CEO, chief operating officer, Curtis Jackson. Curtis! Curtis! So if you guys weren't paying attention <coughs> in um, recent Instagram, uh, Chrissy Teigen, or she actually told us how to say her name properly, and I don't know how. It, but look it I up. I feel like it's Chrissy Teigen. No, that's not how you say her name. Nah. She did like a, a a video one time, and she was like, "Yeah, people say my name wrong all the time, but I just have to accept it." Oh, okay. But that's really not how to say her name. But I'm going to continue to say it. But Chrissy Teigen has said that how she would um, actually she loves Fifty Cent and his trolling ways. Um, she actually talked about opening up a. Uh, 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 a bail bondsman uh, for people who owe 50 money so that she could uh you know start to help everyone out there so that 50 doesn't have to continue to uh assassinate them while she can make a profit Yo, off of it really be killing people killing characters. them um but he was recently in the uh he took to instagram and um made a couple of videos in which apparently they were um him and a bunch of celebrities were in town not philly but they were in uh, i want to say miami but i could be wrong um, and he gave a couple of celebrities some some money, uh, you know, uh, you know, Trey Songz was in the building, Chris Brown, uh, Little Duval. Uh, and it's a funny picture to circling because Little Duval was the only nigga to not take. Oh, Bow Wow. Can't forget about Bow Wow. Oh, my gosh. Bow Wow. When will you learn? Um, but there's a picture of Little Duval actually like saying like, nigga, no, don't give me this money. I know what you're about to do to me tomorrow. Wow. Bow Wow. Took some of that money and put it in his pocket and walked out the club with it. Um, but when will y'all learn not to fuck with 50? Because if ever, I don't care if I was on my last dollar and my house was about to get foreclosed and my baby needed milk. I will find me a way. But 50 Cent? Nope. Nope. Never ask that nigga for nothing. Never. Never. 50 Cent constantly reminds you on a day-to-day basis why he got shot nine times. Real shit. You, he's such a troll. It's 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 very few people in this life where I can say, "Damn, he deserved to get shot nine times." But, but, but look at his history. Like all the shit he used to. This nigga, all right, y'all want to talk? About, this nigga used to terrorize Ja Rule. This nigga tried to terrorize. This nigga tried to terrorize people in all facets of life. Yeah, yeah. And you see why? Like he his he 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 is one of the um. The uh, the Thanosis of social media, uh, because 
at any given point in time, he will tell you that he's doing it for the greater good. You know, oh, I'm doing this. We've seen this constant going back and forth with, you know, the son, his estranged son. And, you know, we've seen some of the things where, uh, you know, he's going back and forth with even the executive producer for power. Um, So, you know, you see these things. But, you know, he... He he's constant entertainment though. You can't say you that you don't tune in. Doing that for like publicity or shit like that. But it's like I, I feel like a lot of times this niggas. But it's funny because anytime you do some dumb shit, he has he hashtag whatever the fuck he got going no, on. Oh yeah, on the joint. Get the strap. He sold. Get the strap. Yo, when he when the bull wrote when the guy he was who owed him money and he started airing him out on Instagram and then he wrote fifty name wrong and wrote like F O F fifty T Y or yeah. something. Next thing you know, that was the hashtag fifty or whatever. Yeah, fifty is a constant troller and. Literally, if Urban Dictionary could probably put his picture next to that word, it would make a lot more sense than describing it. Yes. I'm just saying. Because 50, if you want to come on, I I hope you never hear this because if you hear this, you might get our shit shut down because you'll troll us as well. Um, so no, please don't. got the wrong one. So you want you don't want to troll peso. Listen. Peso will make your living life uh, uh, your life a living hell. Listen, I, I I can I control with the best of them. If you give me the same budget you got, and I my Photoshop skills is like at a C minus right now. So give me a production team, nigga. I'm out here. Right. But that's beside the fact. Fifty, please don't please don't fuck with us. We just trying to get off the ground. In fact, if you want to put us on, I don't know uh, <coughs> if, if niggas do they still do shade four or five or. You I mean, dude. First of all, I don't want to do nothing fifty because again, this nigga going. Yeah, you're right. He going, nigga, we gonna get on. This nigga gonna be like, yo, y'all niggas owe me ninety five percent of the podcast promotions. I mean, uh, profits. I'm like, nah, damn. Bro. Yeah, you're right. Fifty going. He gonna try to sign you to a, a bad boy contract. <sighs> damn, a did he take that? Ooh, yeah. damn. It's called three sixty deals. Yeah, you said I'm still, like I'm still trying to work the locks. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that. But 50, if you want to come on the podcast, you're always welcome. Um, yes. But we just can't do any business dealings with you. But we would love to hear from you. Do any no, dealings. we can't. In fact, we probably can't even meet at the location that we usually do because I feel like you would come in with cameras and destroy us. But that's beside the fact. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I got. Justin, you got any kind of final recaps or thoughts on your mind? Nah, just... You know, we 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 get, we're getting back, getting consistent. So continue to listen. Um, we're looking for some guests coming up soon. So let us know if you're interested in coming on. And yo, I really want y'all to. I really want niggas. I, I hope y'all really let me know what's going on in the Dominican Republic. I really want to hear y'all thoughts because I really want to know. Maybe we can get to the bottom of it together as a podcast listenership group and. Find out and help the United States figure out what the hell is going on. I want to know. This is true. I don't want to know if any Dominican Republic officials are listening. I don't want to know because I don't want y'all coming after me. No, that's real. Um, I um I don't really have. Well, I'll, I'll leave you with this because this was an observation. Oh, I got one too for you. Go ahead. All right, no, 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 go ahead. You you got it. You got it. All right. No. So first, okay. Two things. Shout out to Hank Henny. Hank Henny. Hank Henny just dropped his uh his new song, so go check that out. We're gonna, we're gonna throw that link up on the page, and then shout out to Peso Sunday's best Yo. this Sunday. Ah ah ah, we turning up. I'm thirty. <coughs> By the time y'all hear this, I'm gonna be old as fuck. But listen, 
We lit. But yo, so this was my so this is what we can end it with. So I'm going. So this is this is a peso observation. So it's kind of like some joke in here too, but it's really some observation from me being at work. Like I'm scared of getting old. Like women prepare to get old. They go to doctors and know what the fuck going on with their body. You know, they go get this pap smear here and they go get this you know breast exam there. Men, we just wake up one day and we old. Like, I'm scared as fuck of the day when I can't pee. Like, I go in the bathroom now and I see older dudes looking like they cramming for the <laughs> SAT, struggling to pee, be moaning and shit. And I used to think they was just at the urinal beating off. Like, they was just over there. I ain't know. Like, God damn it. They prostate is fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm like, yo, I got meeting at 10. Let me, like, let me just get the fuck out of here. Like, they're scaring me right now. Like, it's it's really, like, a scary sight. But, you know, um, with that being said, above my 30th birthday, hopefully my prostate don't go anywhere soon. And if so, you know, hopefully they have, like, some cool pee bags that, like, I can carry around. But Pee bags. Yeah. Oh, last observation, too. This is just for my working niggas. Fuck all the drug dealers out there. This is for my working niggas. You know what's the scariest shit that happens at your job? When you wear beige fucking khakis and you're at the urinal oh man scariest shit in the world oh man every working nigga right now just related to everything i just said oh. if you relate to what i just said hit me hit us on the hit us on the on the on the on the story hit us on the page and i'm gonna be a little drip drip little drip drip man listen look like you was going for a little saying on your pants you don't need that <laughs> that being said yo i'm the fuck out <laughs> oh.